Let's go. Welcome to The Dad Presents, where we pledge allegiance only to family and principle. You know, I start out every show that way, but I'm not sure I ever really explained what that means. Um, we're living in a day and age where the vast majority of us out there, we hear something from government through the corporate media and just accept it as, as hard, hard fact. And that mindset of just believing what we're told and doing as we're told is driven into us like a, like a poison from the time we start grade school. Government schools teach us obedience and they, they discourage curiosity and questioning. I can't tell you how many times as a child I was reprimanded just for being inquisitive, for asking some like logical questions. Now, some of the time that's because teachers, my, my, I come from a family of teachers, teachers are overwhelmed. They got 30 kids in a class driving them nuts, making them climb walls, and they can't possibly answer all those questions. And again, that's the fault of government. But part of it is also intentional. You know, I stopped saying, this is true, I stopped saying the Pledge of Allegiance in fourth grade. Not because I don't love my country, I do love my country, but because the conformity of it, even at that age, just it creeped me out. We shouldn't pledge allegiance to a flag. We shouldn't. We should not pledge allegiance to our government. We pledge allegiance to our families and to the principle of freedom. And if we follow those guidelines and get the country to take that lead, this nation will save itself from the path it's headed down right now. Um, all right, guys, I'm sorry to, to start all serious on you, but I realize I say that every week. I want you to understand what I mean by it. Um, all right. If you're watching this sex appeal here before you on YouTube or Rumble, uh, please click follow. It helps feed my boys. And one of them, as you know, just hit puberty. So it's getting pretty expensive to keep that kid fit. Um, and if you think I'm ugly, but find me to be super witty and smart and you dig these these manly pipes and you're just out there on itunes or spotify listening give us a little review just a little review and uh next episode i'm actually going to read the funniest review on itunes and i'm gonna hand out a prize a hundred dollars on venmo and some merch from the dad presents merch.com that's right guys i'm gonna i'm gonna have an army of you walking around in the dad presents merch by 2024 and we, the dad presents, we will name the president. All right, guys. This podcast is sponsored to you by Pfizer. Get your delicious and yummy drugs legally from Pfizer. Are you a heroin addict? Switch that habit up to OxyContin with Pfizer. You won't know the difference. This podcast is also sponsored to you by the FBI, the Federal Bureaucrats of Investigation, digging deep, deep, deep undercover to find and expose existential threats like extremist domestic terrorist grandmas among us. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, did you listen to the last podcast? Did you hear Clint Russell? That dude is... I love him, man. He spits, he just spits that hot liberty fire. He does not hold back. He's got courage. Uh, he's he's one of them they're gonna take down. But I I I appreciate him. And he gave us some great information about the economy. But the main thing about Clint is he's got one of those silky smooth baritone radio voices. 
Now, <laughs> I, I rarely go back and listen to my own podcast. It just, I don't know, freaks me out a little bit. But I listened to this one because I wanted to make sure I picked up the economic wisdom he was laying down. He was telling us a lot about the economy. So I listened. And uh, my voice just, yuck, man. It's It sucks. He's got this like smoky, sexy baritone, no homo. Um, and I've got this nasally bullshit. It's a problem. So, you know, cause like, you know, dudes with baritone voices, they get more respect. So I'm just thinking, would y'all be okay if I talked like this from now on? Do I sound more important? Does it make you want to jump through the computer screen and get on this D? Should I talk this way forever? I don't know. Might get boring. Speaking of manly men, on this week's episode, we have Rachel. Rachel was born a man, and now she's transitioning to become a woman. Or maybe she was always a woman trapped in a man's body. I don't know all the right way to say things anymore, and that's why we're going to talk to her so she can teach us. So anyway, we're going to be spreading some love and liberty with Rachel in just a few moments. Uh, but until then, listen, guys, I know my audience. I know you guys. I know you fuckers, and I know a lot of you guys are pretty conservative. And I respect your conservative values. I do. Conservative values are the backbone of this country. Conservative family values. I respect it. And I know this episode might weird you out just a little bit, but I'm asking you, valued listener, my special friend, as your gay lover, don't shut it down. Give Rachel a chance to tell you her point of view, because I'm telling you, and, and this is serious, guys. I want to get serious for a second. This country is not going to heal if we don't start listening to each other once in a while, instead of just yelling and screaming back and forth all the time. So, you know, having Rachel on, just like any other guest I have on, it doesn't mean that I agree with everything she says. It means I'm open to hearing them. I don't know what all this trans stuff is about. I've, I've known trans people as far back as 20 years. It's been around for a while, but it's still pretty much new. I don't know what it's about. I, I, know, I know scientifically that some people are born with male bodies and other people are born with female bodies. That's biology. That's a fact. And this new idea of pretending that that's not the truth, it's just anti-scientific. But I also know that some people are not happy in the bodies they're born with. And they find greater happiness by transforming their bodies through gender hormones. And look, man, they're no threat to us. Rachel is no threat to us. So who are we to try to stand in her way of happiness, right? If, if we believe in true liberty, we got to support people like Rachel. We at least need to hear her out, okay? Um, I don't know. Too many, of, too many I, I don't know what it's all about. It was a very interesting conversation. I do know that too many of us walk through life pretending like we have the answers to things we simply don't understand. I don't fully understand this thing. And I'm not going to pretend that I do. So just give it a listen. Um, that's coming up in a few minutes. But first, what's going on, you guys? You know, over here, I'm working from home now with the bride, who's also working from home. And that's awesome. It's just awesome. Like, for example, today, I wanted to go for breakfast. So I walked out the door. 
Now, when she was working at the hospital and I wanted to go for breakfast, I'd just go to breakfast. Nobody would know. But today, because she's working from home, she says, hey, Matt, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to go get some breakfast. And she said, oh, so you're not even going to invite me? And I said, uh, yeah, of course I'm going to invite you. Why would I ever want 20 minutes away from my wonderful, beautiful bride? And she said, you don't even mean it. So just go already. So now we're in a tiff and that's awesome, right? Because it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. I love so much working from home. It's amazing. It's also nice because now the bride has a work uniform, whereas before we would have to spend money on clothes for her to go to work in. Now she has a uniform. So it's great. It saves money. Everybody wins. Her uniform is her jacket on top of her sweats, on top of the pajamas she wore the last night. And that's super hot. Um, so it's it's pretty, it's getting hard around here for me with all that sex appeal in the house, just walking around the house is getting hard for me to focus on my work. And complicating matters, a recent study shows that Viagra can reduce Alzheimer's by 70%. That's a real study. That's a study of 7 million Americans who have been on Viagra long-term. 70% reduction in Alzheimer's. And that's amazing. That excites me. Alzheimer's runs in my family and everybody knows I have the world's worst memory. Well-known fact. So now we got a problem because I'm going to be hopped up on Viagra and OxyContin all day long for my sponsor, Pfizer, while the bride prances around in the PJs she's been wearing for three straight days. So it's going to get spicy around here. You know what I'm saying? What else is up? Um, just got out the shower. Hair comb for you guys. I usually don't comb it. But now that we're doing the YouTube and Rubble thing, I'm trying to look a little, little more professional. Um, have you guys ever rocked so hard in the shower and impressed yourself so much to the point where you became delusional about your singing abilities? That happens to me on the regular. This time I was singing in the shower. Oh, mama, down by the river. That's by the Glorious Sons. And I just gave you a little taste right there. I want to give you a little taste of what goes on around here. I was crushing it, like next level vocal domination. So after showering, I came out here and I sat down to set up the podcast area and, and the microphone was right here and garage band was turned on. So I'm like, you know what? You know what? Let's, let's pump out a few bars. So I sang the jam and I recorded it because, you know, then maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can leave home, go to breakfast, not come back head to Hollywood with my recording, drop it off at Geffen Records, go get a room over at the Mondrian and wait for David Geffen to send over some girls and cocaine and lure me into signing a long-term contract. But before I did all that, played it back. And as you could probably just hear, not that good. I'm not that good at singing. Oh, mama, down by the river. Oh, you know I'm a sinner. Should I, should I give you another taste? I don't know, man. It sounds good coming out of my mouth. When I play it back into my ear holes, not so good. Not so good. But you've heard worse, right? Um, so COVID's getting fun, right? Omicron. 
Um, the way they talk about this thing on CNN, you would think that Omicron, Omicron, Omicron was like a Marvel supervillain who's who's headed to your house to eat your babies and have sex with your wife. If he comes here, I just hope he's into pajamas. Which is a fetish, you know. That's a fetish. Go to any porn site. Pajama is a category of porn. I mean, at this point in 2021, everything's a fetish. You can literally type any word into your computer, like anything blank porn, and something's going to come up. Just try it. Take a minute try it. Type in, I don't know, banana porn. You're going to get like 5 million hits. Easy. 10 million maybe. Anything. Founding fathers porn. You're going to get a list of like George Washington gay porn with Thomas Jefferson. It's going to happen. Anything. I don't know. Any word. Used tire porn. I bet you find something. But Omicron, man, is just, it's so dumb where we're at with this stuff. And it's just getting completely nutty out there. Did you see that the Barack Obama Academy here in Los Angeles got caught bribing kids with free pizza to take the mRNA experimental medicine that they call vaccine and not tell their parents? Can you even imagine doing that? It's, it's, ah, hey, kid, shh, hey, you, come over here, man. Hey, kid. You like candy? Hey, just just undo the waistband of my jacket and there's some candy for you to suck on there. Shh. Don't tell your parents. It'll be our secret. I mean, what the fuck is going on? They're doing this at schools. What is going on, you fucking creeps? It's getting really nutty. New York City, come December 26th, the day after Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. You don't have a job anymore. Fuck off. To be employed in New York City the day after Christmas, if you must be vaccinated or you cannot work. They're doing that. They're doing that. Australia is putting people in COVID prison. I mean, people don't want to call it prison. But I don't know whatever other word you use for it when they're going into people's homes, taking people against their will, putting them in a facility and telling them they can't leave, right? That's prison. I mean, in, in some ways, it sounds worse than prison because at least in prison, you get some yard time. Not at these places. They, you're stuck in, in the facility they put you in. You can't even go outside and mingle. And people are escaping these 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 COVID prisons, and the news and police are th- are are treating it like they're escaped convicts, like like America's most wanted, Australia's most wanted. Let, just listen to this clip. We start with breaking news out of Darwin, where three people have escaped from the Howard Springs COVID quarantine facility. Talia Saab is there for us. Talia, good morning. There's a search underway right now. Yes, that's right, Davina. Good morning to you. We've been told the trio scaled the fence in the early hours of this morning. Police receiving reports around 4.40am. Now, major police checkpoints have been set up around Howard Springs for the past several hours. As you can see in these pictures, they've been conducting thorough searches in car boots, checking vehicle registrations, cars and buses alike. Amazing, right? Better yet, how about the African travel ban? 
Eight countries are banned from coming to America right now. Omicron didn't even originate in Africa, and it and it's already all over the world. And and even if it did originate in Africa, there's there's more Omicron here probably right now than in Africa. But even if it did originate in Africa, I already learned from CNN last year that travel bans against non uh, against communities of that are minorities is racist. So what's going on here? Why why the double standard? Why aren't why are we not hearing that? Uh, l- listen to this clip straight out of South Africa. She said that it was going very badly in South Africa. And how are you? How are you handling it? So I'll tell you exactly what's happening in South Africa. Nothing. Today's figures, total infections, total new infections in South Africa, zero. Total new infections in England, 46,000. 46,000 new infections. We have zero new infections. Our populations are approximately the same. Oh, but let's blame Africa. The British have discovered a new variant in South Africa. Of course, it's the worst of all variants. It's dressed in a loincloth, carries a spear, and waits for you at the airport to chop your head off and crawl up your ass. So, yes, let's put South Africa back on the red list because they have zero new infections and we have 46,000 new infections today. So South Africa will have no tourist season. Companies and livelihoods will be decimated yet again. I've already had guests cancelling their Christmas and their journeys. I had guests leave today early from Spain because they're now afraid they won't be able to get back on a plane because the British have discovered a new variant in Africa. And of course, it's the worst variant ever. Meanwhile, we're all sat here having no new infections and getting on quite nicely. Thank you very much. So what's happening in South Africa? I'll tell you. I'm going to the pub where I'm going to drink a beer, which will cost me the equivalent of one pound. So... Listen, guys, I think I'm getting a grasp on what all this Omicron is all about. Here's what's going to happen. Africa has low vaccination rates right now. So the government is going to decide that to keep us safe, we need to vaccinate the whole world. Now, of course, government is not going to force Pfizer, my sponsor, to give these vaccines away. So you, the American taxpayer, you're going to have to pay for it. Chuching Pfizer. And... That's great, man. I'm perfectly fine with that. I hope my sponsor gets all the money in the world and then they enslave us to African mines to dig minerals for the rest of our lives to make AI robots that will serve as our masters and raise our dumb human offspring because, you know, we can't be trusted for anything. I I mean... (laughs) What's it all about? I mean, maybe maybe they're just shutting down travel there because they want to ruin Africa's economy the same way they ru- ruin small businessmen over here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know what they're doing. I just know that they're up to no good. There's something nefarious going on here. New York City, we got children age five and up, right? They're not going to be allowed to go out to eat, go anywhere in public, go to a movie unless they've been injected with that mRNA medicine that will protect them against a disease that it won't protect them against, that they are not at risk for any serious injury, even if they catch it, whatever. And it's silly and it's ridiculous. And I feel bad for those kids. I do. But honestly, at this point, I'm starting to make my peace with all this stuff because we all have the power to fight this stuff. Parents in New York City have had the power to fight this stuff for two years. 
I've been fighting through this podcast and I've been fighting through the use of my dollars and I've been fighting through non-compliance. I've just stopped following their rules. And that started in like July of last year. I've been fighting. I've been pushing back. And yeah, there've been consequences to fighting. There have been. There've been social consequences. There've been economic consequences. There've been consequences personally to me for fighting. But you've got to be willing to risk something if you want to get something. You just have to be. And and I, I'm hoping that starts to become more and more clear to people. But when you willingly give up freedom, you put yourself at the mercy of whoever you give that freedom to. And they will continue to take your freedoms until you decide to fight back. And that's not, a, that's not my opinion. That's historical fact. We've seen that over and over in world history. Power, people lust for power and power corrupts them and they want more power and they will continue taking power from you until you say, fucking stop. So, Unvaccinated children in New York City can't go to McDonald's? Oh, well. Australia's throwing people in COVID prisons? Oh, well. You know, maybe those people should have been willing to sacrifice, or maybe those people should have been willing to fight. Maybe they shouldn't have so easily sacrificed their liberty. And they wouldn't be in this position. Florida ain't in that position. People are having a good time over in Florida. They didn't sacrifice anything. So if you're getting frustrated with this stuff, if you're in New York, if you're in California, if you're in Australia, feel free to start fighting back at any minute because this stuff ends when enough of us say it ends. And some people are fighting back. There's protests all over the world right now. A lot of people have had enough. And, and that's terrific. I can't show you a video of those protests because if you publicize any of that on YouTube, you get banned. That's an actual thing YouTube will ban you for now. Can you believe that? Show all the Black Lives Matter protests you want, but don't you dare show someone protesting for their liberty against these COVID lockdowns and mandates. It's just, if you, but if you, if you go and seek out these videos on your own, it's starting to look like the apocalypse out there. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And honestly, it's the lamest apocalypse of all time. I, I, I thought that when we got to this point, when the apocalypse hit, I would be like riding around in Los Angeles in a dune buggy, shirtless, you know, scavenging for food and trying to avoid cannibals. But I'm still sitting here working a nine to five. Lamest apocalypse of all time. And I can't believe I said apocalypse four times and didn't fuck that word up once. That's amazing. Anyway, guys, this podcast is brought to you by sheathunderwear.com. Code word dad for 20% off. If you're headed into the apocalypse and you want to stay cozy and you want your boys dry and safe, get yourself some sheath underwear. Get some for your girl and your kitties. It's going to be a long apocalypse. Stock up. And let's get into the show with Rachel. All right, everyone, we're here today with Rachel. Now, Rachel is a libertarian. She's also trans. People like Rachel are, are, are vitally important to society. In the age of identity politics, once you know somebody's identities, you can typically guess their politics in about two minutes after that. But that's not the case with Rachel. She breaks the norm. Identity politics has greatly divided this nation, and people like Rachel can 
can communicate and force people to come together from both sides and look at the way they may be wrong. So Rachel, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Um, So before we get into the politics of everything, identity politics, as it relates to gender, all that stuff, can you just give us a little background on your personal story? Like, when did you know in your life that, that things weren't right and, and you felt like a change was needed? Um, I, I, I knew at four years old that, that I was trans. And I asked my mom to use her mommy powers to, to make me a girl. And she said, that's not how it works. You'll be, you'll be happy someday. And still waiting for that day. Um, but I've since realized that, that I need to take steps and make this change on my own. So, okay. Wow. Four years old. Wow. Yes. How can I ask how old are you now? Um, in, in my forties. You're in your forties. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this has been a, a, a lifetime process for you. Yes. And yes. And the Run transition away. is still like in progress, right? I mean, is it complete? No, no, we're, we're still in progress. Um, I've, about a year ago, hit a point where I realized I, I need to do something. I need to make a change. Um, I can't take this anymore. I was um, uh, seriously contemplating suicide, um, and that's when I realized it's it's time to 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 make a change, and it's it's time to do something about this because I've I had run, I'd hidden, I had I had prayed, I had demanded, negotiated, begged everything that you know Jesus to take it away, but it's. it's um, it's never gone away. And, um, I would, you know, I would, I wouldn't wish trans on my worst enemy. Uh, yeah. But so it's, 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 it sounds like you're kind of in the beginning stages of transitioning. You said a year ago, you decided you needed to do something about it. Is, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I, I that's when, when I, I came out to my partner, I, I started therapy and, um, I've just been, going along this road and uh okay are things are things getting better like it does this feel like you're on the right path yes it does and yes things are getting better it's um, relationships are are so much deeper and um and more more authentic mm-hmm. um, friendships are, are deeper and more authentic uh, for a long time i was i was scared to to let myself have friends because I was sure that once they found out they would, they would reject me. And so my solution was to just don't let myself have friends. Don't let myself get attached to anybody because they're just going to reject me anyway. So if I reject you first, then you can't reject me. Um, and, uh, but, um, but Twitter has been, I've met some amazing people on there who were just so supportive and just, and um, have, have really, changed my mind in, in, in that and in realizing that the, the the better solution is deeper uh, relationships and in um, in a you know support structure and, and people who who do care and um, and yeah. um, and who care about me who I care about them absolutely you know, I mean that's a, that's important in in any relationship right regardless of the oh, yeah. nature of the relationship it's important to have a support structure and have people who who want to s- see you be healthy and happy yeah. um so i let okay i didn't 
ask for your pronouns in introducing you. I don't, we, we don't know each other. We follow each other on Twitter. Um, this is yeah. kind of a, this is a different kind of show than we would typically do, but I thought it would be really interesting. So I didn't ask for your pronouns. I just, you identify as a trans woman. So I just assumed she, um, yeah. does it Thanks. offend you if people don't ask or if they get it wrong or, um, what do you think of all this, the pronoun business that's kind of gotten a little out of hand? I, I agree. It's, it's out of hand. It's honestly, I don't care as, um, you know, um, it, as long as it's not malicious, but even when it is malicious, it's like, all oh, right, well, that person's just a jerk. And now I know something more about them. So, but really I, I don't care. Yes. I, I prefer she, her, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, unless it's someone who's directly involved in your life, it probably sounds like it, it does, you know, like if your partner would get it wrong, that would probably r- really bother you. But a complete stranger sounds like you don't care because they're a complete stranger. Well, e- even people that know me, it, if they get it wrong, hey, that's okay. You know, I I get stuff wrong too all the time. I mean, right. it's even even my uh, my my uh, my shrink has gotten it wrong a few times. It's it's okay. It's it happens. It's it's not a big deal. There's bigger things in life to worry about. Okay. That sounds reasonable. So you don't, you don't get on Twitter and try and ruin their life. No, no, dear. No, no, yes. no. Okay. I'm, I'm there to, uh, to, uh, to try and build bridges and, and show people that, that, that trans isn't, you know, and, and Antifa, you know, pink or blue haired person throwing a Molotov cocktail at a, in a police car or in an occupied building. Right. No, we're, we're not all like that. Um, me, I'm I'm pro liberty. I'm a hardcore libertarian, um, voluntarist. Um, no, I, I want to build bridges and and um, and show people that what what trans what trans people really are from from a you know from hopefully a a good perspective to educate people on you know if okay you you got a pronoun wrong who cares let's yeah. let's move on with life. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It sounds, yeah, you're right. I think the image of trans people at this point kind of is the purpled hair person on TikTok yelling and screaming and, and full of anger. Um, oh, yeah. That's the media probably has a lot to do with that. Um, and also those voices are the ones that get a lot of attention. So it, it's, it's good that you're out there putting out something different into the world. Now you, you mentioned that you started feeling this way at four and that honestly, that, that blows my mind because at, at four, like, I, I don't think I was aware of my sexuality or I guess I was aware that I was a boy. So I guess I, I can understand that. Um, I have a, so let me ask you this. I have a nine year old and an 11 year old. If my nine-year-old told me he thought he was a girl i'm not sure how i would react to that depending on who he was i i don't know i honestly don't know i mean when he was five he used to tell me that he was spider-man you know what i'm saying like they're they're kids they say a lot of things um but you you say you knew since you were four and i have no reason to to not believe you when you say that but what do you think about kids transitioning when they're as young as seven, eight, nine years old or four years old? Who should be responsible for making that decision? And what should, should there be any criteria around it? Yeah, I'm even, even though me, I knew at four, I still think that 
I needed to wait until 18 until I was in, you know, legally an adult to make decisions about my health, about my life and about moving forward. And um, so I'm, I'm against um, giving kids um, um, some of the, some of the, the, some of the, some of the drugs, um, hormone blockers, blockers. I'm, I'm okay with because there's, there's not really, there's less negative effects. If, if, um, if you were to like, um, like you were saying, if, if, if your, if your son came and said, Hey dad, I think I'm trans. And you were to, to put him on, on, you know, a, a full blown HRT medication and, and he grew boobs and then decided, Oh, okay, no, I'm not. Then right. now you've got, a, now you've got a problem. However, the blockers are just going to delay puberty until, until either 18 or until he's like, all right, no, this, you know, no, I, I'm, I'm a boy and, um, and I want to move forward like my peers and, and he would not be that far behind. He would be gotcha. behind yes, there's bone density and, mm-hmm. and there's, there's some other things that are going to come into play. But, you know, in, by the time he's 20, by the time he's 18, it's, he's going to be right with his peers and right where he needs to be. Okay. So that, that, that seems kind of like a, a compromise. I can kind of understand that. So, so you knew it for, at four years old, you, you, you have stayed that way your whole life, but it's true. Some kids do uh, make a mistake and, and then they're, they're stuck after they've had uh, the estrogen or the testosterone. Yeah. You're, what you're saying is if you just have the, the puberty blockers and it's a mistake, the mistake doesn't turn out to have long-term consequences because it just kind of slows down the onset of puberty. Yes. Is that- yeah. Okay. It, it, it basically just, just stops the, uh, the, the secondary effects, you know, the uh, facial hair, the deeper voice, um, um, kind of the more manly facial structure, hand structure, uh, just, you know, stuff like that. So interesting. And I'd like, it, I'd like to talk to a doctor about that, that, that I, I've not heard that, but I, I, don't know that's true or not true. So the the blockers stop the effects of puberty by blocking the hormone. But if you get off the blockers, your body resumes making your natural hormones, and you would eventually catch up. That's that's your theory, right? That that's my understanding. Yes, but but you know, granted, I'm I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. So I, I assume so, you've um, consulted with doctors about this stuff, though. Have you? Yes. 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 I have. But um, you know. But then again, I'm I've. I've talked to an astronaut, but I'm not one. And so, <laughs> right. Sure. So yeah, I talked to a doctor, but, but that's yeah. just, that's my belief. That's if, if my, one of my kids came to me and said, Hey, I'm trans, that would, that would be a step that, um, that I would be okay with. I would mm-hmm. not put them on, you know, um, if, if it was, you know, a, a son, I would not put them on estrogen to grow boobs. If it was a girl, I would not put her on testosterone for a deeper voice and the secondary effects. Gotcha. But, you know, the blockers, okay, we can delay this, even though, um, you know, d- depending on how they're, on how they're developing, they, you know, depending on the, the level of, of, um, of, um, testosterone, mm-hmm. they, they may not need a blocker. And if, if they're, you know, but that would, that would be the, the only step that I would be okay with taking as, as a parent. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're a libertarian. You believe in liberty. Who, who, yeah. like a child, child, there's a lot of things we don't let them decide for themselves because they're children. Should it be the parents' decision? Should it be the, I mean, the state is getting involved in this stuff. Whose decision should it be? And is, is 
as a parent, if you're going to say it's the parent's decision, as a parent, what do they base this decision on? Do they just go off what their kids said? Like, what steps would you take as a parent? Well, if, if number one, get the state out of everything, you know, yes, get okay. the state out of everything. Glad we agree found, on that. The state has never found anything that they can't screw up. So, you know, just, um, I, I believe it should be the parents. And, and if the parents choose, go to, go to a, a psychiatrist or a, or a shrink and, um, and have the kid talk to, talk to them. And then if, if they're persistent and, um, and um, and committed, truly committed that 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 they are trans. Then, then yeah, move move forward at, at maximum the blockers. And at eighteen, they're you know a, a grown adult. They can make a grown adult decisions, and and decide what's best for them after that. But um, but before eighteen, the parents are responsible for for the kids and and their decisions. So um, you know about yeah. their about their health and about other things. And so I, I don't feel it should be any different. I don't. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. It's good. It's gotta be such a hard decision for a parent to make. I can't imagine being in that position, the, the responsibility that comes with that. So let, let me ask you this. Do you, what do you, I don't, I don't want to offend you with this question, but I'm going to ask the question. What do you actually think this is? Like, do you believe you are a woman who was born with the wrong genitals or is like, how would you describe this to somebody? Um, that your, your gender identity and your sex don't match. They're incongruent. Um, I, I believe that, um, that your, your XX or XY, your outward sex chromosomes are decided and then a few weeks later your brain is wired for either male or female and then there's that time gap where where a lot of environmental effects a lot of just a lot of things can i don't want to say go wrong but let's just say go wrong and and you wind up trans and um you know your, your brain is wired different than than what your body is there's there's starting to, to find that that um the the, the brain is wired for the preferred gender so, um, a, a trans woman will will have a brain that's wired very similar to um, a cis female or a cis woman's brain, and a, a trans man that's a girl who's becoming um, a, a guy. Interesting. So, go back to the beginning of of, of what you said. So, I mean, the the DNA you're you're born with the DNA of of a man, but you're saying something happens before what point? something like environmental factors switch well, there I, I don't think they really know but there there is a they do know that there's a delay between between um sex and then in brain development and so it's um like your 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 chromosomes are you know what, what whatever is is switched in your xx or xy mm -hmm, right and then your brain is wired the opposite way and so there's that so the brain development is happening at later. Sex, sex comes first. Sex is, I mean, sex is, can, can almost be traced back to conception, but the brain development is coming along later. So something is happening in that interim. Are, are we talking in you, you, in utero here? Or are we talking like, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. In utero. It's, um, if, if I remember right, it's, it's, um, the SRI switch, mm -hmm. um, but granted, it's been a while since since I read about it. Um, 
but I want to say it's the SRI switch that that says okay um, X Y. So for a biological male, but then I, I believe it's two weeks later that the brain is is basically gender wired for for either male or female, and they don't always have to have to coincide. Well, obviously, but um, but um, normally they they are, you know, you're a man, you have a, you have a man's brain, or you're a woman, you have a woman's brain. But sometimes it's you know things happen, and you're a man, you have a woman's brain, or you're a woman, you have a man's brain, and so so you so have they, that incongruency. They mm-hmm. can look at just the brain and and the way when you say the wiring. I I'm assuming you you mean the way certain neurons are running or something, and there's some identifying characteristics in the brain that make this a woman's brain. That's, that's interesting. I would love to have a doctor on who, who knew about that, that because, because that, that sounds like proof, right? Like there's this brain is a female brain. I I suspect that there's not a ton of research on this yet. Am I correct? Um, I, I I think it's growing is, is my understanding. But um, but yeah, on I'll I'll forward you some some stuff on Twitter. Yeah, that'd be and, great. Um, for you to look into. That would be terrific. That that would be terrific. So let me let me throw some other things at you because uh, bottom line, as libertarian, like we we all believe like personal choice, personal freedom, right? Yes. And whether whether society believes this trans thing is is real or not, the fact remains. There's a lot of people like you who feel like they were born with a different sex than, than they are. Right. So people should be allowed to live in whatever way they want. And it would be a much healthier, happier society if we all just embrace people as they were. Um, however, it gets complicated. Like it gets complicated when politics gets thrown into, and this is why politics ruins everything. For example, my, my kid's yeah. school, my kid is 12 years old. He has a girlfriend uh, we're in California. His girlfriend identifies as bi, right? She's 12. She's never slept with a girl. She's never slept with a boy. She's 12. So I don't know how right. she knows she's bi. So I, I talked to my child about this to, tr- to try to wrap my head around it and understand. And what he right. revealed to me is all the girls in his school, this is his words, every girl in his school, except four or five of them, are either bi or trans. Now, mathematically, that's just impossible. We're talking about 300 kids. So it seems yeah. in some places in the country, because of politics, because of popular culture, this has now yeah. become a fad, which, which takes away from people who are really going through this, right? It makes it seem less credible. Um, yeah. How, has, how did this become a fad? Like, how did this, how did this hit, like, this honestly i wish i knew it's you know i'm I've, I've, trans is not something i would wish on my worst enemy it's um and so kids thinking it's fashionable to to say oh i'm trans or i'm this or i'm that is is to me just silly and you know if, if you are hey you know i support you and and uh we'll I'll, I'll talk to you i'll try and help you out however you know, if, if you're not, then you're, then it's, you know, um, you're, you're really taking away from, from the people who really are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, it um, it discredits kind of, something that's a that's a, a real problem for real people like yeah. you. And like you said, mm-hmm. I I mean, I can hear it in your voice. It sounds pain it sounds like it's been a painful experience for you. Like it's getting better, but it's not oh, been yeah. easy. No. No, yeah. that's why I say you're, I you're not definitely push. not doing this for popularity or to impress no. people or because it's cool. This is no. Yeah. No. So, all right. The transitioning itself, the transition um yeah. is expensive, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um should how should this be handled? Should this be handled by tax dollars? Uh no. No, I don't believe so. But then again, I want the government out of everything. I want the government out of, out of healthcare, out of adult, out of parental decisions. It's if if I want a Lamborghini, should you pay for it? No. Right. If it's you know, it's it's up to me to to either succeed or or fail. My choices are my choices, your choices are your choices. If yeah. I make good choices, I win. If I make bad choices, I I lose. I mean, that's that's life. And so Wow, no, man. I, I, I agree with that. that totally, but you're a bit of a unicorn because most, you know, most people want the government to do what's in their best interest. It would be in your best interest if the government took care of that stuff. But I agree with you. They, they, they ruin everything. They make no good decisions and there's consequences to every action that they take. And it seems like you understand that to the point that you don't even want their help here, which is tremendous. You're someone who walks the walk. So kudos for that. So I assume you believe the same thing about guns, drug use, abortion, taxes, all of it, like yes. government out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Legalize all drugs. Make them. If, if, if you want people to stop dying from drugs, legalize them, make them all. I, I point to the Silk Road. There were, there were sellers on there who mm-hmm. could sell their, their drugs for a, you know, a crazy amount, whatever the market would bear. There were other makers on there who can give their drugs away because they were bad or killing people or the market works when yes. you allow it. Yeah. For if people who, who aren't way- familiar, uh, he's talking about Silk Road, which was uh, in the earlier days of the internet. It was a website where people would go on the dark web uh, using like the Tor browser, I think, or whatever. And they could they could buy drugs on the internet. You could buy drugs. You could buy anything at that point in time. They got shut down. Uh, the creator of it went to jail, but yeah, that, that happened. Uh, it became a business and it separated out that way. Like people who were selling high quality drugs, their prices went up because that's what the free market does. That's what you're saying, right? Yes. The market yeah. works every time. If you get out of its way, yep. um, the, you know, the, the, the purest markets in, in my opinion are those that are not regulated. I, don't need I don't need a warning label that my coffee is hot. I I mean I can figure that out. Right. You know, I, I don't need a label telling me that I need to pull my my um sunscreen out of my window before I drive. Right. It's, you know, I I want the government out of everything. I don't want their their intrusion where it helps me or where it hurts me because ultimately it's only going to hurt me and it's only going to hurt you. Well, yeah, there's 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 secondary effects of everything they do. And I mean, the massive inflation we're dealing with now, which is only going to yeah. get worse. That's all. That's a hundred percent on the government. It's on the federal reserve. I mean, I, I'm talking to somebody who knows this well, but I'm still trying to get that through to my audience, right? That we're, we're dealing with the, all the problems we have in society. The majority of them are a direct result of things. Government has decided to do. 
Um, let's get back to the 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 trans issue. That's that's why we we had you on. Um, I'm sure there's parents listening right now who are who are going through this. Um, yeah. What advice would you give them? Um, to 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 be patient um, and and loving and, and understanding. It's it's weird. I I totally get it. It's it makes absolutely no sense. I get it. Um, you please you can reach out to me. I'll, I'll answer whatever questions I, I can. Um, but just I, I would I would come at it from from a, a position of love and of you know they're you know if they are it's it's um, I'm sorry <laughs> and it's, it's um, but it's if, if they're truly trans it's not going to go away and um, and um, it can um, forty one. I think 41% of trans people commit suicide and wow. Uh, and that's uh, of, of known trans. My question is, is what about the, what about those who were too scared to come out and say, Hey, this is what's going on. What, what wow. percentage is that? Can we, I didn't know it was that high. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's extremely high. And so, and I would assume, I would assume, I don't know, but I, uh, I'm asking you, I would assume you've tried, all other thing you're you're 40 you're just starting this process i would and you've been dealing with your whole life i would assume you've tried every other thing as like to get over this type of deal yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah as as a kid um you know i thought okay well god made me a boy so therefore i should be happy being a boy and so i tried to be happy being a boy and it never worked um i always knew deep down that i'm not and um I, but yes, I've tried everything. I've tried you know, pretending and running away from it, and um, getting jobs that that are you know manly and and um, um, to to try and, and hide from it. And, and um, there was a time where I'm I'm embarrassed now, but but I was I was extremely transphobic because I didn't want anybody to know that that, that I was trans. And so I thought, okay, well if if I can be the most you know one of the most trans um, anti-trans people on the you know, then, then nobody will figure it out, and maybe I can change my my thoughts and make make this go away. I mean, yeah. I've, I've tried uh, conversion therapy, and that's just dangerous, and it does not work. So I would highly recommend anybody considering it to to not. And um, you know, but granted, I also believe in free choice, and so if, if you want to try it, you know, give it the old college try, but just don't be surprised at the end when you come out and. And you're, you know, you, you find that it's just been, you know, shameful, embarrassing, and you're contemplating suicide more after conversion therapy than you were before. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like, you know, the standard story of the, the very loud gay preacher ranting about the sins of being gay. That, that's, that sounds like, like you, you went through that yourself because you didn't want to deal you, either you didn't want to deal with what was going on with you or uh, you didn't want anybody to know. That's, that's, that's fascinating. That's sad. That's, I, I yeah. feel for you. What about, um, I'm sure you've been told, I'm sure doctors have suggested it, friends, family, I don't know, but I'm sure in one place or another, you've heard that you just have body dysmorphia. Um, what, what do you say about that claim when you hear it? Um, yeah, it's um, that's that's more of a newer one. Um, okay. So body dysmorphia, I, I'm 
I guess, arguably, if, if you wanted to, um, I guess, arguably, you could say that, yeah, that's right. But, you know, in, in how I explain it is, is I'm a girl with an unfortunate growth and a hormone issue. And so is that body dysmorphia? Well, even if it is, it doesn't make you, you feel better, right? No, like, no. Oh, what's the treatment, right? So no. call it what yeah. you want. How, how do I fix it? And it sounds exactly. like for you, fixing it is transitioning. Yeah. You've tried therapy, hasn't worked. Okay. So where can I ask where you are in the transition? Like, are you, are you on the hormones? Or are you just in the, what, um, where are you? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just about to start on the hormones. It's HRT, hormone replacement therapy. And so I've, I've had a, the letter since May, but, um, but I've been delaying it in, um, but I've just been delaying it. And, um, but now it's, I, I feel it's time to time to, to take that path. All right. And, um, yeah. I wish you, I wish you well with it. Um, you. and you're, you, you have, uh, let me ask one more personal question. Again, if you're not comfortable, you have a partner. Um, mm-hmm. did your part now you said you're, you're just now transitioning. Um, has, but you've always known this about yourself. Did your partner always know? Um, and how's that going? No, um, they were extremely shocked when, when I told them, but I was, you know, I was really good at hiding. And, um, um, so, so they were, they were very shocked and very angry at first. And, um, um, there was, there's been a lot of work and a lot of patience on, really on both both ends and um it's it's something that we're we're working through and um it, you know it's not been easy i would for other couples out there i would recommend communication and uh, therapy if you're if your partner's willing to go um um you're but yeah she was very very angry and um and felt felt that, that i i had been lying to her and that um, that our whole marriage and life together was was a sham and, and a lie, and, and I wow. completely understand and see where she's coming from. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean that's intense. I didn't want to ask: Is your partner a man or woman? But you you said she, and you're married. That that do you have children? Yes, yes, we do. We have two, and she's working it out with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's amazing. I, I'm I'm rooting for you guys. I, I I hope I hope you pull through. It reminds me of that show on Amazon. What was it? There was there was a show all about this exact thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Doesn't matter. No, I'm I'm sorry. I I don't watch TV. Um, that's probably I best. It, I think it shuts your brain down. <laughs> well, that's kind of the point of it, isn't it? <laughs> it's it you know, an escape. That's the only point. I, I did an experiment in in a 2012. I saw something on like Facebook that um, to shut down, not watch TV for a month, and see see how your mental uh, how you felt mentally. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I could I could think better, more clearly. I could I could stay focused on a task. I could I didn't need the constant barrage, you know, barrage of, of of information and stuff coming at me that was shutting my brain down. And so I decided just to keep it going for three months. And yeah. then, um, and however many years later, the TV is still off. And wow. 
And um, that's amazing. All right, let's talk about that for a second because that interests me. I did that for a year, maybe 1998 or 1999, and and it it was it was good it was good like i felt good i got a lot more i was a lot more productive i had more yeah. time for other things uh, oh yeah it the idea of that now at this point in my life sounds kind of terrifying and not and not fun like <laughs> I, I i will watch tv for a couple an hour and a half two hours every night before bed you know i'll watch a little bit of news i'll watch a show i'll go to bed so how do you fill that time in your own personal life um well i'm um, I've not been short of projects. Um, I'm, I'm also going to school to, uh, to become an electrical engineer. Um, so a lot of homework, uh, focusing on family, focusing on, on doing things on projects at home that, that I've wanted to do or that need to be done. So, you know, the, uh, the inevitable honeydew list and things like that. Hmm. So, that that's great. That's amazing. And and does your whole uh is your whole family on this plan for no TV or is there a TV in the house? Um yes, there is a TV and um um you know during during certain times that the, the kids watch um you know can can watch a, a show like um you know what whatever it is that they watch but um um yeah, we'll <laughs> Sounds do, like we'll you do. can't even name a show. That's that's so refreshing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's um, yeah. it's probably anime sure. or something like all the other kids in the world are watching right now, or that Squid Games maybe. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, that that's that's tremendous. Um, all right. So, but, but I'm yeah, sorry, we, we we do do we do do a family fun night where where we'll either play a game or watch a movie or you know do do something like that as as a whole family and um and just to to ingrain them that in them now that family time matters and and you know family time takes, takes work and it takes uh, you know and we're we're all going to come together and be a family and do something whether it's watch movies you know play a game just do something as as a whole family yeah very and important we do that, uh, at minimum once a week so. yeah. Yep. We do the same. That's something we, we preach here on the dad presents the, the, the family time is special and amazing. I I want to ask one more thing because it's in the news right now. Um, there's the, the, the trans issue as it applies to sports is, is a hot topic. And just in my home state, Pennsylvania, there was a swimmer at the university of Pennsylvania who for three years competed as a man and did really well at his university transitioned this year and is now competing as a woman and is just dominating like his own pace to be in the Olympics. What, what do you make of that? Like, clearly it's not fair to women, but at the same time, what do you do with this, this person? Well, and, and that's, that's a tough one because, you know, um, yeah, the, like the, uh, the, the trans weightlifter. Yeah. She is, she is, you know, putting the, the other women to shame. And, and I, I don't believe that's fair. I think that, that there's gotta be, you know, something, something to, to, to make it an even, even playing field, whether it's okay, even after transition, you're, you still are X percent stronger. So we're going to whatever your, whether we reduce your, your stats by whatever percentage or whether we just don't let you compete. 
that's that's a tough one yeah but, um but so for for like physical uh sports yeah i'm not really i, I don't that it's not fair i mean that's it's just not fair it's it's um the the, the um but uh, like a, a beauty contest sure go ahead get in there girl do your thing right but um because the uh recently i think it was a miss universe in 2021 20, 20 was it 2020 or 2021 that uh that a, a trans girl won the i think it was the miss universe contest oh really so, yeah okay. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah was, okay so it sounds like you're about where i'm at with this is it's unfortunate but it's it's not fair to the girls you, you just can't have not. it like like it seems like if a girl transitions to a, a guy and she wants to compete with the guys that's fair not going to do very well, but that's fair. But you, it's it, you're, it's a tough one. Like there's, yeah. I don't think there's enough trans people that you can make it a league just for them. Um, yeah. You know, so I don't know. It sucks. It's a sucky situation, basically. Yeah, it, it does. And you know, I I I don't know what the answer is. Whether it's, but but I, I don't feel it's fair to let you know, trans women compete in physical sports against, um, against cis women. And so, yeah, I just, you know, it's, that's why I say beauty contest. Yeah. I'm totally good with, you know, but, but physical sports, it's, it almost is like, um, did, did you see the, the South park where, uh, Randy, the macho man, whatever savage, I think mm -hmm. <laughs> competes in, in the, um, women's Olympics. <laughs> and it's no. hilarious yeah. and uh, i recommend that episode to, it, it's hilarious uh, savage randy whatever yeah um is, is competing it's, it's it's really funny so, yeah yeah i mean it's funny i don't know how long ago that was but that's kind of real life now right unfortunately, <laughs> that's what's happening yeah unfortunately. well yeah you, Rachel, you're you're a very reasonable person, and, and I mean it. Like we need more, we need more voices like you in this conversation, because the conversation is so tense and it's very sensitive and it's personal to a lot of people. And then yeah. on the other side, there's a lot of people. I I don't like the word transphobic because I don't think anyone's actually afraid of trans people, but there are a lot of people who don't understand or are hateful of it. And someone like yeah. you who is reasonable, who is living through this can make a big difference in the conversation. So um, I'm, I'm glad to be able to have had you on. I thank you for coming on and I would encourage you to, to get out there more and, and talk about this issue. You, you, you handle it very well. Uh, where can well, people so find you if they do want to ask questions, like if parents are struggling with this and they, they would like some help, where can they find you? I'm, I'm on Twitter. Um, my handle is, I think it's Rustophocles one. Okay. But, um, yeah, I know your handle. I'll put it. I'll put it in the the show notes for everybody. Um, yeah, is there anything but, else but you I wanted think, to say or share? Yeah, I, I, I think the the way the way to combat a lot of what's going on is, is to talk about it. Is to say you know to to ask questions and not be and not be a, a afraid that that you know somebody's going to try and do try and destroy you online. Um, I, I do, I do my absolute best to, to always come at questions with love and with, with understanding and with, um, um, with, with honesty and, and from, from a, 
and compassion. And, you know, I, I, I get a lot of DMs about, you know, hey, you know, what do you think of this? Or, or um, you know, I wanted to, wanted to ask you about this, this or that. And I'm great with those. If, if you don't want to ask in, in a, um, in, on, on the open, on, on the open page, that's fine. DM me, please. I, I leave them open for a reason. Yeah, I get a lot of, um, you know, there's sometimes I'm, I, I question that, that judgment, but, <laughs> but I think it's important to, to leave that open to people to say, you know, I'm going through this. I don't understand it. What, you know, what do I do? Where do I go? Where, what, what resources can you recommend? Or, you know, my, my, my son just came to me and told me he, he thinks he's a girl. Um, I've, I've had a lot of those too, but, um, but yeah, we, we, we need to talk about it and not be ashamed or embarrassed and, and to actually have an open, honest discussion and not, not throw, throw hate and, um, and, um, and, and, you know, ignorance from, from either side, you know, and, um, and just to be open and honest. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Yes open and honest and, and talk about it. That's what we need to yeah. do about a lot of things in this country. All right, Rachel, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you have a blessed night. I appreciate it. Cool. Thank you very much. You too. I think, I think you're important. People like you are important because you, you can kind of bridge a divide and uh, we got a lot of divides in this country right now. Yeah. Well, right. Thank you. And that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to do on, on Twitter is, is um, unite people, not, not divide them. I, I really can't tell you how many times I've gotten some really, really nasty DMs uh, accusing sure. me of, of uh, all sorts of really horrendous things. And, and, um, and just after talking about it and, and saying, no, you know, that's and, and explaining me and where I come from and, and, and actually have turned some into really good friends. And um, I've had other people, you know, DM me and say, Hey, because of you, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of, I, I'm I'm no longer like you. I don't like the word transphobic, but but you know it's it's in the common vernacular today. So I'll just use it in, in that sense. But um, have DM me and said, hey, because of you, you know, I'm no longer transphobic, or you know, now I, I understand that that you know it's not just some guy in a wig who wants to watch girls pee in in a bathroom. Right. So, right. No. <laughs> that you know that's that's not it. That's that's not where I'm coming Unfortunately, from. Unfortunately, though, there are there are some people out there who are that, which yeah, you know, which is a problem. It is, and yeah. and that's that's really, I think, a, a great conversation that needs to be had. And what's the solution to it? Because you know, not not everybody just like the kids today. Every girl in in your son's school is trans or, or bi. And I'm sorry that the numbers, the math does not add up to that. And so right. the the math says that what uh between one and four percent will be you know um will, will be but the rest of them won't right and so when you have a hundred percent except for you know when the one to four percent is the is the no i'm i'm straight no that's there's something's wrong there or that yeah. you know cindy lou who wants to be popular and go to prom and she thinks that's her avenue to get there and um you know it's and then you've got me saying i wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy and um so yeah the, we're, we're figuring yeah. it out it's complicated and we, like with any any new thing it, ta- it takes a while to get a grasp of it right so this is like yeah. in its infancy for society i mean it's been around for a long long time but it's 
Yeah. Coming out of the shadows for the first yeah. time. Yeah. It is. And, but what I don't want to see is the government get involved. You know, I want people to, yeah. to talk well, about it. Well, they're going to be. So, oh, you know yeah. They're, they're in those. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And quite honestly, um, um, in, I live in Alabama and in Alabama, um, oh, wow. being trans is or was a cause of what uh, to be fired. You could be fired if you were trans. And, and I really? was terrified about that. And, um, and uh, my my therapist said, well, you know, you, you know that the, the first executive order that Biden signed was to was to make trans, um, you know, a, a non non fireable, you know, a, offense. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know, do do I want the government involved? No, no, I don't. And so, but if I'm good at my job, you still have to then, be happy about that, even though you don't want them involved, right? Yeah, I, I don't want them involved. And, and honestly, if, if they felt that, you know, if they didn't want me here that much, then I don't want to be here because it's, gotcha. it's their business to succeed or fail. Um, there was like, like, let's say they didn't like anybody with tattoos. Right. And so they went out and they hired everybody and excluding those with, with tattoos. And if that's what you want to do, hey, I am, I support you 100%. But I'm going to so find you don't, you don't support person. that law. You're, you're truly 100% free market person. Yes. Yes. Good for you, I, man. I, there's yeah, nothing. That, there's nothing that bothers me more, honestly, than hypocrisy. And there's so much of it out there right now. You. Oh yeah. You're. You're. You're true to it, man. You're 100. percent I appreciate that. That's rare. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay. All right, I gotta. Works. I gotta run and pick up my my kid at at basketball. Okay. But it's, it, it has been a pleasure okay. talking to you, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Well, have a Take good care. Night. You too. Bye. Bye.